0: the Bible. It's the Word of God, sharper than any two-edged sword. This sacred book is living and active and contains all that's needed for life and godliness. Stay with American Family Radio for the next hour as we study God's Word and take your Bible questions. Welcome to Exploring the Word. Some of the most beautiful words in the New Testament is, and God continued to add to the church. And what we're seeing and what we're hearing about what God is doing in the last two weeks are so exciting. We've heard about the Asbury revival that's taken place. We've talked to some individuals who have been there. And we at AFR, especially exploring the word, we want to be a carrier of the good news of Jesus Christ, of his salvation, but also of what he's doing within the body of Christ this is Burt Harper along with Dr. Alex McFarlane, and it's our joy to be with you on Exploring the Word. And again, we've been able to talk to some individuals. I talked to one this morning talking about what great word it is there at Asbury. But Alex, uh, we've got some a special guest that's just has returned or is returning from Asbury, do we not?
1: Well, we do. And Bert, it's great to be with you and everybody. Welcome to another week of Exploring the Word. And we want to, before we dive into the scriptures today, we're going to talk with a a friend and colleague, Seth Buckley. Seth and I have known each other for well over a decade. And for many years, he was youth pastor at First Baptist Spartanburg in South Carolina. Right now, he is with a, a wonderful ministry called Fire Pit Ranch. And Uh, maybe we'll talk about that. But Seth, um, welcome to the program. A mutual friend told me you were at Asbury this weekend, and I wanted to get you on and talk about what you're seeing there uh, at the the revival that literally the whole world is taking note of it. And so, uh, Seth Buckley, welcome to Exploring the Word, and uh, tell us about Asbury, my friend.
2: Thank you, Alex Bird. It's it's a joy to be with you all today. My heart is just so full. I'm actually on the road back home, but uh, when I arrived last night at Asbury, uh, uh, I've never been on campus before, but I was not prepared for what I, I witnessed as I walked up from the parking lot. Uh, around 630, so it was dark, and I got up to the main campus area there, and there were thousands of people waiting to go inside, but as they were waiting, they were worshiping outside. There were two jumbotrons that are set up out on the lawn. There were multiple other venues that were open because it was cold weather and they were live streaming into those venues as well. And then the line was literally wrapped, uh, zigzagged all across the front lawn around two blocks. Uh, The Salvation Army was there distributing free uh, hot dogs and bottled water and they had heating um, heaters set up along the way. And the staff at Asbury were absolutely amazing. Uh, and and I waited in line for just over four hours uh, to, to get in and and listen nobody complained because there was just worship <laughs> the entire trek along the way as you' were waiting to go inside they had the music uh, and the live streaming outside so we could all hear that and um, and it was just uh, the reflection uh, as i'm as I'm driving thinking about what I experienced was a taste of heaven because Uh, it was all age groups, people from literally all over the world, uh, every ethnic background you can imagine were represented. And, and as we, we worshiped on our way to, uh, the, the auditorium, you could just sense the anticipation building. And when we walked inside, it was, it was overwhelming. Um, the, the weeping, the praying, the, uh, the reading of Scripture, uh, the cheering for Scripture as Scripture was being read. I think there's such a hunger for truth today, and as people are hearing it declared uh, in a setting that is so uh, right now, is, is there's such a purity about what's happening because it's all about Jesus. There's no personality being exalted. It's only the name of Jesus and His Word.
0: and. Uh, Amen. Seth, this is Bert. I can you, go on and on. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> hey, hey, brother. It is exciting. I want to add, Here's, you know, you always got a few folks that want to throw in something that's negative. But I want to ask both of y'all something, and I sure. want you both to respond. Is it more powerful just reading the Word of God and letting it stand, or me trying to explain what it says? Wh- which do you think God says he <laughs> honors the most, Seth? that's easy that's a softball right
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah nehemiah nehemiah kind of clears that up for us i think in nehemiah nine when they were reading the book of the law there for for three hours and then there was confession repentance and worship for three hours and and i felt like that's what we were walking into last night because it was scripture after scripture after scripture and no explanation needed. And then uh, the song, the songs ranged from some of the newer praise songs to uh, near the end of the night last night, close to one o'clock, we were singing "Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing," and the place was electric. It was unbelievable. Mm.
1: Um, you know, sir, so, and, and, and so to see hi, the, Al-
2: the young generation. Yeah, go ahead, Al.
1: Oh, oh, go. No, you finish. Finish that thought.
2: Yeah, yeah. What was so, what was so stirring for me was the uh, the, the, the college age and young adults uh, just singing with such fervor and brokenness. Um, you could see the weeping and the uh, uh, the prayer teams that were meeting and praying over individuals. Uh, there's such a longing, I think, of this generation for for truth to be declared because we're seeing so much. Chaos in our world today, and such darkness, and uh, so many lies being spread by the enemy, and this, as the scriptures are being read, there's such clarity, and such truth, and it's making sense, and people are being healed, and lives are being changed, and uh, wow, it's just overwhelming.
1: Uh, Seth, what are the age ranges? Of all the people you saw there, thousands of people uh, w- were there young people there? yes
2: uh, so you know it, it's really a, a variety of ages you had uh, you had children there there were there were families there with their children in strollers uh, all the way up to senior adults being helped uh, into the venue and uh, to their seats I mean it really every age. Uh, every demographic was represented last night. It was that was what was so like a taste of heaven, I think, uh, and and just unusual things. I, I will tell you, just one of the craziest uh, moments for me. You know, I drove six hours to get there, stood in line four and a half hours. There were thousands of people there. Uh, it was around almost midnight, and the group to my left left. They 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 exited the building and. So the ushers at Asbury were trying to funnel people in as they could, and they brought in a new group. And out of my peripheral vision, I picked up on somebody coming into my row, and it just so happened to be, just so happened, which by the way, is is, is only God, um, is there was a young lady that, uh, she's now mother of three, but uh, she was in my youth ministry some 25, 30 years ago, and... um, lost both her parents in the last year and and just so happened she was seated right next to me <laughs> and when she saw me and i saw her and it was just crazy and that those kind of moments were happening out on the lawn as believers were seeing other friends that they did not know were coming and it was just like a family reunion almost that was unexpected,
0: that does sound like heaven now, Seth, you know, when we Amen. get there and we welcome <laughs> in uh they they're having to change a little bit. I don't know all the details. I read a little bit about it, and uh they're really yes. cutting down yep. on the number of older folks getting into the main auditorium uh they're getting back to the way it started with the students and young people and uh, now, here it is. When I was growing up, they said, don't trust anybody over the age of 30. They've cut it down to 25, I think. 20, no, and I don't mean <laughs> I'm saying that in a way. but uh, And they're, they're going to have alternatives for the older folks. But I, I wanted That's to fun. make this point. Now, I, Alex, you and Seth both comment on it. When Jesus called his apostles, most folks think they were real young adults. You know? And Mm -hmm. that's God just he's I I believe in this generation that most folks said, uh, you know, I've given up on them. I think God's making a statement, guys. I haven't given up on them. Mm -hmm. I think that says that, doesn't it, Alex?
1: Well, well, it really does. And um, hey, you know, Seth, uh, you mentioned a few minutes ago that the atmosphere was just kind of electric. You know, if you've ever been in a revival, folks, I mean I mean really when God is present in the room in a powerful way, you know it. Seth, can can you describe I, I mean the the ambiance in the room, just the atmosphere in the room yeah. is different when the true and living God is there. Can you describe what that's like?
2: Yes, I, I think that's what was so refreshing is that I've been in a lot of powerful moments in worship in my life and and uh, things that times that I would treasure. But what was unique about last night is that there were you know zero personalities. It was so um, it was so simple. It was it was scripture. There were no uh, nobody knew the people on the stage. I mean that it was irrelevant who was on the stage. And the people on the stage were totally good with that. They, they continued to reiterate this was about Jesus. And uh, there was such a humility among everybody there. There was a brokenness. And I, I think that's indicative of what happens when you're in the presence of a holy God. Oh, um, if you can remain prideful in the presence of a holy God, you're probably not going to be standing very long. Uh, there's yes. a way of, of bringing that pride down. And. And, man, we saw the presence humble every person there. There was such unity among complete strangers, and we felt like family.
0: Well, Seth, I just want to thank you, man, for calling and letting us hear about it. Uh, Would you mind, we got about a minute left, would you mind leading us in prayer and asking God for, for God to continue and letting it spread? Would you do that, brother? Yes, sir.
2: Father God, in the name of Jesus thank you that you're unleashing your power among your people in a time where we see so much darkness. Father, you remind us that you are the light of the world. You bring hope to those dark places for people that are hurting and searching Lord. Thank you that we're seeing you move once again. Father, may we be faithful in being carriers of that light, the message of hope, the message of the gospel, And Lord, that we would not live a life of contradiction, but a life of conviction that others would see Jesus in our lives. We lift this up in
0: Jesus' name. Amen. Seth, thank you. Go ahead, Alex. Take us out, brother.
1: Seth, thank you so much. I look forward to when we can visit again. Folks, this is Exploring the Word, Bert Harper, Alex McFarland. Stay tuned. The American Family Radio Network and Exploring the Word we will be back right after this. More about Proverbs the revival, your calls and questions on this edition of Exploring the Word. This
3: is Pause to Pray, a chance each day to stop down from the daily noise of life and pray for our country's leaders.
0: Today we pray for William Burns, director of the Central Intelligence Agency. His agency is tasked with gathering, processing and analyzing national security information from around the world. Deuteronomy 31 6 reminds us of the importance of bravery amidst God's protection be strong and courageous do not fear or be in dread of them for it is the Lord your God who goes with you he will not leave you or forsake you right now with this in mind let's pray dear God we ask for guidance for William Burns as he leads the CIA we ask this in Jesus name amen
3: pause to pray is a service of this station and the presidential prayer team a nonprofit, nonpartisan ministry dedicated to encouraging prayer for our nation's leaders. To learn more, go to pausetopray dot org.
0: Doctor Tony Evans says some people who think they're on God's side actually aren't. He'll talk about how easy it is to switch teams without even knowing it as we
1: spend two minutes with Tony.
4: When my son Jonathan was small and we launched our Basketball League here, I would take him to the to the basketball games. And on one occasion, I went to one of his early games. They were at midcourt, the other team had the ball. He came between the two men on the other team and the ball, and he stole the ball. He then dribbled and went up for a layup to score two points. The only problem was it was in the wrong basket. He scored points that the other team got credit for. Because while he worked hard, he wound up in the wrong place. Many of God's children are on the team, but they're shooting in the wrong basket. They may even work hard and be busy as spiritual bumblebees. But when it comes time to scoring, they're winding up scoring for the enemy and not for the kingdom of God. Second Corinthians 5, verse 10 says we're going to all stand before the judgment seat of Christ and be recompensed. God is going to evaluate our management of what he loaned us, time, talents, and treasures, and how they were used or not used for the owner's benefit.
0: Learn more about the benefits of using God's blessings and resources his way. Check out Tony's CD series, Kingdom Stewardship, available
1: online at TonyEvans.org. Then join us next time for Two Minutes with Tony.
3: Beloved, we are now children of God, and what we will be has not yet been revealed. We know that when Christ appears, we will be like Him. For we will see Him as He is. And everyone who has this hope in Him purifies himself just as Christ is pure. 1 John 3, 2 and 3.
0: American Family Radio. Welcome back to Exploring the Word on American Family Radio.
4: We believe in the Holy Spirit.
1: Welcome back to Exploring the Word. Bert Harper, Alex McFarlane, you are listening to the American Family Radio Network, and we're talking about revival. Hey, I want to give the number, folks. This is our number toll-free nationwide. It's 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. And Bert, you know, I know we're in Proverbs, but... I want to share a quote about revival, because it was my privilege, Bert, Uh, earlier this afternoon I did an interview on Fox News about the Asbury Revival, and there are a lot of people, not only have they not been to revival services, there are a lot of people that have never experienced a revival, not just like a Bible conference, I'm talking about a move of God, And um, Charles Finney, one of the great evangelists of the 19th century, one time Charles Finney said this about revival. He said, When sinners are sinking into hell unconcerned, it is time for the church to bestir themselves, as much as the duty of the church to awake, as it would be for firemen to awake if a fire broke out in the middle of the night in a great city. When sinners are lost, unprepared for eternity, It is time for the church to break out into prayer and seek revival. And, Bert, it sounds like that's what's happening.
0: It does, and we're praying. By the way, we're going to take phone calls early this time. If you have a prayer request, you want to pray, make it brief, make it specific, and give God the glory. And if you have a prayer request, a testimony, again, brief, specific, and give God the glory. I love those three instructions. We'd love to Uh hear from you today but Alex, you're exactly right. and If you want to study someone's life and what God did, Charles Finney's a good study. Look what he did and how God used him, but we're going to cover Proverbs 19 today in one verse. Now, I know that's unheard of. Look at verse 23, Alex. I looked over this, and it's just filled with little clips about life and what to do, and a lot of it is is things we've heard already in previous chapters, you know. But verse twenty three, I wanted. I, yeah, you always yes. find Jesus. Here's what you do, even in Proverbs, find Jesus in Proverbs. Listen to verse twenty three. The fear of the Lord leads to life, and he who has it will abide in satisfaction. He will not be visited with evil. Alex, the fear of the Lord leads to life. And I believe that's exactly what is happening. People are being saved. People are being made right with God there at Asbury. And it's spread over to Lee University, Samford University, uh, Cedarville, Ohio Christian, uh, and, and it's all over. It, it, Blue Mountain College, my alma mater, uh, Friday morning and even into the afternoon, they had a visit from God, and, and God was doing a great work. So we're, we're
1: wanting that to spread, right? Uh, we, we are, and folks, listen, um, when we call out to Christ, he will come. I believe in Second Chronicles seven fourteen. I know that was written to ancient Israel, but the principles will work. God says, if my people who are called by my name and believers are will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, here's what God says he'll do. He'll hear from heaven, he will forgive their sin, and he will heal their land. Bert, we need that. Humble ourselves. We need God. Call on him. Seek his face. And then God says, I will hear. I will forgive. I will heal. Bert, I honestly believe that this move of God uh, this can this can happen anywhere, and may the Lord grant that we that we seek it for wherever we are living.
0: Amen. Well, let, I want to give a testimony again. It did not last as long as Asbury, but Auburn Baptist Church, where I was pastoring. We sense the very presence and power of the Lord, Sunday. Let me just, we're praying. Here's my specific prayer. Lord, let it bleed over into our churches. Uh, Yes, we want the universities. We're praying. What What a place to start in education. Christian education, oh, yeah. what a place word, yes. to start, but let it bleed over into the churches that churches would come expecting God to do something and then permitting him to have his way. And uh, we're praying for that. And we're asking God, show yourself strong. Well, Alex, again, that phone number is 888 Today As long as we can, we want prayers, prayer requests, testimonies of what God is doing, maybe what God did in your church Sunday. Uh, But let me give these qualifications, and I don't mean to be mean, but I know how it works. Be brief, be specific, and give God the glory.
1: Alex, where do we go
0: to first?
1: Let's go to Arkansas. William in Arkansas, thank you for holding, and welcome to this uh, revival service of the air. (laughs) Welcome, William.
5: Yeah, I just had a prayer request uh to for folks to be praying that God Almighty would keep all evil in all forms fashion and shape especially these folks possessed uh and want to come up and and kill. You know what I mean? It's happening all the time around America. So we sure want to be praying that this don't happen anywhere during our revivals. Uh, Mm -hmm. people like that show up there and want to do some major, major
0: uh, harm. Thank you. Amen, Thank you. Yes, we do. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We need to be mindful of Satan and how he operates. Here's the main way he operates. Fear and counterfeits, Alex. Fear Mm -hmm. and counterfeits. Oh, do we know this is real? Oh, do we know? Well, listen. Yeah, you said try the Spirit's. But listen, when you see God movement, I love what Henry Blackaby said. Find out where Amen. God is working and join him. Alex, that sounds Amen. like something God wants us to do, brother.
1: Yes, and I, I'm going to tell you, when, when God is moving, there's something undeniably real about it. Um, when there's confession of sin, when the Lord Jesus Christ, the one and only risen Lord Jesus is being exalted and proclaimed, And I'll tell you this, another way you know it's real, when there's this peace and unity within the body of Christ. And I want to say, look, we've all got these um, oftentimes theological perspectives. But look, we agree Jesus is the Son of God, right? Jesus died on the cross for all of our sins, right? We put our faith in Jesus to be forgiven and saved, and we're called to grow in Christ. Bert, these are realities we every flavor of Christian can rally around Amen. am I right
0: I thought of this Alex see what you say? we want to go to the next caller people are calling in we thank God for that but you don't want to be so narrow that you keep everybody out and you don't yeah. can't be so broad that no matter what you believe you come in what you're doing you're looking at just what you said everything we believe should be centered on Jesus Christ his word his person his work his ministry, His coming ministry, and His teaching concerning all things, salvation, marriage, everything. Jesus Christ must be the centerpiece of every revival with the Holy Spirit of God having freedom to move to make much of Jesus. Alex,
1: that's as simply as I can put it. Amen. We're going to speak to Audrey in North Carolina. Audrey, welcome to Exploring the Word. Oh, Audrey in North Carolina. Yes. Ye- yes, good to, to have ask you. Prayer. I want Yeah,
6: thank you. I, I really love listening to you all. Here it is, uh, quick and succinct. A uh, brand-new earthquake in Turkey today in the same region toppled many more buildings, and more people are hurt. I ask for prayers for that region. And also uh, a metal plant in Ohio blew up today. And many workers are burned and seriously injured, and um, Ohio's having a real hard hit, and I hmm. ask for prayers for those two items. And thank you, and all glory to God for everything, and let all bad work to his glory, in okay. Jesus' name. Amen, Audrey. Thank let,
0: you, honey. Amen, let me tell you about this. And This weekend, I do another program called Exploring Missions. This weekend, we're gonna have a representative of Samaritan's Purse, giving us an update concerning the work that they're able to do there in Turkey. The number, the death toll, and this is before the other buildings falling, added to it was 47,000 between Syria and Turkey, death toll. It is devastating. But guess what? Samaritan's Purse is there. Other ministries are there. They're there showing forth Jesus. And so, Ohio, we do pray for them, Audrey. Alex, is all right for me to pray right now for those. Would that be yes, all right? Yes, lead us. Father, I thank you for Audrey and her concern. Part of revival is looking to others and the hurts that they're having. Uh, in the first Asbury revival in 1970, or the one that happened in 1970, not necessarily the first, after the students were in, they, look, they went around town looking to show forth what you had done for them, picking up trash, helping with families, helping others. And so, Father, this uh, request by Audrey is real, that because of what you're doing in our hearts here, the concern for others reaches across the world. And I'm praying, God, that you would show yourself strong, just as Audrey said, in bad situations, Father, and make yourself known to them yeah. For the glory of God In Jesus' name, amen
1: Amen, wonderful Well, uh, we're going to talk to Faith In South Carolina Faith, yes. uh, thanks for holding Welcome
3: Thank you I just want to say how So amazing it is What's going on with our youth And, and people at uh, Ashbury And other colleges And I pray that This will be a great awakening. Our youth have been so confused about many things that are going on in the world. And I just, it's my prayer that their hearts are open, that they're receiving the Holy Spirit of God, that they confess and repent and accept Jesus Christ and understand that He died for us. He loves us. He wants a relationship with us. And that it'll just start a fire in their bodies. And that it'll just, they'll, they'll, be so thirsty for the Word of God that it changes their lives, and I'm just so grateful to hear about all these wonderful schools that are, are just spreading the Word of God, and, and just continue to pray for them. This is something that believers have been praying for a long time, and is, I'm just so encouraged by this. And, uh, God bless you, 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 Bert, and Alec, and, and um, to marriage and person, everybody, that is just in the hands and feet of Christ thank
1: you for taking Amen. my call. Amen. Amen. Alex,
0: I think Faith's name represents something that she's oh. sharing,
1: don't you? Dear, dear <laughs> sister, you have got the right name, Faith. And, you know, I want to say this, Bert. Um, folks, one of the things that we need to really pray for and we need God to really um, undertake, and that's to preserve our religious freedom. I was reading an article about Canada, and because of the, uh, really, the enforced message of the the LGBTQ trans agenda, one pastor in the news this morning said religious freedom is dead in Canada. Mm. We need to pray about that. But here in America, look, we need God to rule and overrule. And um, I don't want to digress here, because we want to keep it on Jesus, the risen Savior, and whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. But let me say, Bert, we need our nation to remain a constitutional judeo-christian republic where we can lead people to call on the name Amen. of the lord
0: you read me you got it alex by the way we've got lines open we're asking you to call in prayer request pray for uh us or america uh give a testimony of what god did especially if he did something significant we just ask you to make it brief be specific and give god the glory that number Triple eight five eight nine eight eight four zero. Triple eight five eight nine eight eight four zero. Alex, you're right on. It is what God is doing. And I, I just want to tell you, uh, God is at work, and Faith said it, we've been praying for this here on this, this very uh radio program. We, yes. and the rest of the others, we've been praying for this. And we're asking God, God, continue and and let it spread to others. Where do we go
1: to next, Alex? Pedro in Texas. Pedro, thanks for holding. Welcome to the
7: program. Uh, hello, brothers. How y'all doing? Good.
1: Thanks for holding.
7: Uh yes. Yeah, so, <clears throat> I like to throw a prayer request for, for for our country and for what's been going on here. The you know since since uh, since the presidency we have now. Uh, and, I understand you know it's just over how everything's going, and you know there's sometimes some people ask you know why is everything going against us and but for a fact, we know that that's just the way it is, and it's gonna be that way everything's gonna be pretty much against us um, I was wondering- uh, if we can get prayer for the country for our country, and that uh, we get a huge revival, and yes. also uh for myself that uh I know I have been doing great myself. But I was kind of I was actually I was going to ask for a prayer for myself, you know, to I want to be right there with God and Amen. and not be you know like a coward. You know, I've been having discussions with certain coworkers and I want to be able to answer their questions like I like how Amen. I'm supposed to and Amen. and not uh not uh back away from what they're saying. Amen, Pedro listen,
0: we're going to pray for Alex. you got a minute in this segment. I think we need to pray for Pedro and for America. Would you mind leading us in this one? Pedro, thank you for calling.
1: Yeah, amen. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we thank you for Pedro and, Lord, his desire to be a witness and a voice. And Lord, I pray for he and all of us that we would have a baptism of boldness, that we would be confident and, you know, we would know how to share the gospel. We would read your word. We would be just full of scriptural truth, but full of Holy Spirit confidence. And Lord Jesus, all across this nation, give people a courage and a commitment to truth and that we would tell our nation of Jesus, who is the truth. In his name we pray. Amen.
0: This program's about what God is doing and working, and we want to hear for your prayers and your prayer requests here on Exploring the Word.
3: Dear One Million Moms, I've always thought that maybe your organization was making a mountain out of a molehill. But today, I cannot believe what I just saw on my TV. Concerned about the
6: trash flowing into your home through today's media that simply will not censor itself? Make your voice heard. If you see trash in the media, tell us. Use the Submit Trash button at 1millionmoms.com. That's 1millionmoms.com. And thanks.
3: Mom is a face washer, a coupon clipper, and a listening ear. She's a diaper changer, a laundry folder, and a mender of hearts. She's a master juggler of the jobs of the day. She's simply incredible and incredibly busy. At One Million Moms, we understand the hurried pace of the average mom. That's why we've made it so easy for you to take a stand against the trash that's in today's media. Visit OneMillionMoms.com.
4: The
6: following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. I'm Cory and this is my story. I was going through some financial troubles paying off my credit cards. I was paying high interest rates and it just wasn't getting any better and I knew I had to do something. So my mom told me about Trinity and so I decided to call. Trinity was able to do something that I couldn't. I'm paying off my debt, I'm saving thousands, and things are really looking up. I promise you guys you will not regret it when you called Trinity because it was such a relief and less stress in my life and it was the best thing I could have done for myself. Because once I called Trinity, they took care of me and I felt such a relief, a weight off my shoulders, and they are a Christian-based company. I love it.
0: If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at
3: 1-800-788-1813.
6: I'm Corey, and I'm debt-free for
4: keeps. 1-800-788-1813. Where will you be stricken again as you continue in your rebellion? The whole head is sick and the whole heart is faint. My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. February 13th, 2023, at 1.43 p.m., Congresswoman Erin Healy of South Dakota tweeted, quote, extremist group Family Heritage Alliance said this morning that the safest place for kids are in families that have a married mom and dad. What a dangerous and un-American belief, end quote. When an elected official serving in the most potent branch of our national government deigns to describe God's design for the family as dangerous and un-American, it reveals just how dark things have gotten in our nation. Repentance is our only option.
1: Listen each weekday from five to 6 p.m. Central for the Hamilton Corner with Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association.
0: Welcome back to exploring the Word on American Family Radio.
1: You got pain.
6: He's a pain. Take. freedom. Save
5: it. He's a shake shaking Savior. You got chains. He's
4: a chain-breaker.
1: Proverbs 19.23, we read it earlier in the program. Proverbs 19.23 says, The fear of the Lord tendeth to life. And he that hath it shall abide satisfied. He shall not be visited with evil. That's right. The fear of the Lord leads us to life. This is Alex McFarland, along with Bert Harper. You're listening to the American Family Radio Network, and we are talking with people everywhere about the Lord revival. The number is triple eight five eight nine eighty eight forty. If you'd like to call in, Bert, and I would love to hear from you right now. We're going to Georgia. Anthony in Georgia, welcome to the program
5: yes sir i got a testimony
1: go right ahead anthony
5: last monday my wife practically died on me last monday no no breathing and no uh thoughts and the lord brought her back (laughs) and we serve a miracle making god and praise
7: god he was there and he's always on time and i thank god for that
0: amen anthony Amen. Alex, that is true and with that in mind, let's go to Russell in Mississippi. Russell? Yes. You're thank you for calling. I, I know you're got a deep request. Go right ahead, brother.
6: Yes, uh my wife uh recently died the end of January and um um just uh, the, I know the the devil was just trying to um uh you know, steer me in the wrong direction, and uh, telling me that uh, there's no hope. But uh, I know better, and I, I I do appreciate your 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 broadcast, and uh, I do listen on a regular basis. I just needed some an uplift, and um, at this time, it's uh, every every few days. It's just uh, an attack. Yeah. Russell, mm. right.
0: The name Russell down, write the name Anthony down. I could not help. I know you were supposed, we, but I saw what Russell's prayer request was along with Anthony. This is, I have not figured all this out. Anthony's wife spared. Russell's wife taken. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, Sunday, and I'm going to do this real quick. It won't take me but a second here. But I was read. I preached from the book of Habakkuk uh, this past Sunday. If you want to read a, a book that describes what we're going through here in America, and then also have a word from God, read the whole book of Habakkuk. It's just three chapters, and it will help you. It will bless you. But you remember what Habakkuk said, and I want to read this, and I think this will help, Russell. I really do. He said this. And after he had said, "God, why are you not there? God, why are you taking so much time? Why are you doing it the way you're doing it?" Here is Habakkuk's conclusion: Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, though the uh, th- though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls, verse 18. Yet. I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Alex, Mm. that was Habakkuk's conclusion after he was kind of disappointed in how God did things. He said, I have nowhere else to turn. I trust in the Lord and the joy of my salvation. Russell, that's our prayer for you, brother. It really is. I
1: feel very privileged that you would share that. And let's just uh, join together and, and lift this dear brother up in prayer. Uh, and we've got right now from Ohio, Robert. Uh, Robert, our as one caller mentioned earlier, our hearts with that explosion of that 105-year-old metal plant that exploded about three hours ago. And I know Ohio's had some struggles in recent days. But uh, what's on your heart today, Robert?
2: Well, I, I just wanted to pray for revival.
1: Yes, yeah. uh, so was-
2: I, I live in delaware ohio and i didn't hear about that explosion until i heard on your program but so, father i praise you i lift you up god may you be glorified lord we pray for broken hearts we pray for broken families we pray for those who've lost loved ones i lift up russell god and what he's going through i pray for that Lord. i pray god for this revival god i pray that the revival would spread like wildfire around this nation and around the world god you will be glorified that your name will be lifted high you will be magnified revive me, God, revive my wife, yes. my marriage, my family. Revive us, O oh God, that we would cry out to you. We would turn from our wicked ways. We would humble ourselves and seek your face, God, and you would, you would hear from heaven, you would forgive our sin and heal our land. Heal my land, God, and use me for your glory, God, I pray. I ask all this in the name of
0: Jesus and for your glory. Amen. 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 Listen, that's the yeah. ultimate purpose is God's glory. Yeah, I want relief. Alex, but that's not the purpose.
1: The purpose is God's glory. May Amen. Amen. It surely is. It surely is God's glory. And uh, when we give him the glory and we lift him up, he will work in our midst. Well, we're going to Kansas. Dennis in Kansas, welcome to Exploring the Word.
6: Well, hi, Alex and Bert. Hey, Alex, I don't know if you remember being at Medora Bible Church uh, here in Hutchison a year ago um, in January.
1: But I, do. I want you to
6: know that <laughs> Yeah, you you were such a blessing. And uh we've continued uh to pray every week. There's been a group of us praying for revival and we've had a, uh, a revival service at at one of diff- five different churches every first Sunday of the month and has been a real encouragement to us. But we're we've been seeking God and just to hear about what's going on in Kentucky, we're praying that it would come here and it would uh really just Uh, spread through kansas and i'm just encouraged that it will i i just wanted to point out it's ironic that that this was maybe 50 a little more than 50 years ago they had the revival at asbury there and and now um greg laurie's ministry harvest uh is uh producing the film you know on the uh, jesus revolution that happened 50 years ago i just I just sense that God is wanting, he's wanting to revisit us here, Amen. Uh, Amen. kind of in the Jubilee Old uh, Testament. <laughs>
0: Amen, um, Dennis. So, I, <laughs> that is powerful. The year of Jubilee. Alex, For Amen. my
1: brain, Dad, didn't pick that up. Dennis, you've blessed and me by reminding me of that. Hey Dennis, I want to thank you. I well remember being there in Hutchinson, Kansas, and Medora Bible Church a year ago, and what you know, we had great attendance, and and God moved, and we had people making decisions for Christ because you all and all of your volunteers organized it. There were people praying, there were greeters, there were people uh, directing traffic, and you know, Bert, I, I realize, and Dennis, don't hang up, please, but hey a move of God, a visitation of the Lord, God sovereignly chooses. But when we pray and we organize and we seek God corporately, it's almost like a sailboat positioning its sails to catch the wind, isn't it? It
0: is. Lift those sails and let God fill them. He'll empower and he will direct. Isn't that the two things we want? him empower that's what it hold. be filled with the spirit is talking about that lifting our life letting him empower us as the wind the spirit and direct us we're praying for that Alex Jimmy from Alabama very important call we felt like we needed to take that Jimmy thank you for calling today thank you guys um
2: I just wanted to get a prayer prayer request from my friend uh John Bohannon uh a couple of years back, um, he got ran over by his vehicle, uh, thought he had put it in the park, and he didn't. And he's
5: lost his leg, and he went through uh, strokes and heart attacks during all this time. He's um, just getting uh, better when he found out that uh, a couple of months ago his
2: wife had uh, cancer in her pancreas and liver. And they had tried to give her chemo and stuff, and she rejected all that, uh, and her body wouldn't go with it. So they um,
5: they gave her four to six months, and she passed away. Uh,
4: okay. Wow. She wow.
5: passed away in Valentine's Day, and you know? they had her celebration of life yesterday, and they're the bearing it today. So I just want to know if y'all would just say a prayer for Mr. John
0: Bohannon. John Bohannon. That he'll be... Man, yes, sir. J- Jimmy, I hope God gives me friends like you. <laughs> Be mm-hmm. a friend that way to somebody that John Bohannon, you're a friend and write John Bohannon down. We're bombarded heaven for him For we, we're praying. Oh, we've got uh, Russell that lost his wife. Man, this is tough and hard. So we're praying. Thank you, Jimmy. Wow.
1: Well, we're going to go to galen in louisiana galen are you there
5: yes i am i'm here
1: yes thanks for holding welcome
5: yes thank you i listened to y'all a good bit both of you and uh, y'all are real blessings for for this whole country right now i think thank you hello go ahead galen yes we're, we're here well alex had mentioned you know that uh about being in a revival and uh i was in it was in 1970 and it's something that i'll never forget it was in shreveport i was going to school at uh, natchitoches at northwestern and a member of the bsu there uh on campus babby student union a place for the youth to go and and uh enjoy each other and play ping pong or whatever if i get too lengthy you all just (laughs) shut me down but We got on a bus and went to Shreveport, uh, maybe 20 or 30 people, and it was a statewide, I guess you would say convention. It was a a couple of nights, and, uh, it was a revival there that happened. Uh, there was, if if I had to guess, it was a really large church, and I I would, I would guess 500 people in that building, and, and, and all of them were young college students. And, I don't know the man that was speaking that day. I think he was from one of the theological seminaries. I wish I knew his name because uh, he brought in one one hour
0: complete revival in that building. Amen, Amen, Galen. Did you go home? Let me ask you this, Galen. After you went, did you come out different than when you got there?
5: Yes, sir. I Amen. chill go down my back right now. Just speaking about it. Well, Gail, that's why I'm,
0: I'm not. I am cutting you off a little bit earlier than I, I'd love to. I'd love. I would love for you to call back sometime and complete that. But we got some folks. But if it's real revival and you go in, it's just like Seth. He went into Asbury. He was expectation, but he came out with God's. Praise God. Let me share this with you. I don't have much time. But 600 students met here in Starkville, Mississippi, the BSU State Convention, and they celebrated last Saturday, and it went on and on several, I would say minutes, even hours over the scheduled time, praising God. Out of that 100, uh, 600, 104 are going on mission this summer all around the world and the United States. God is working in this generation, Alex. I just had to get that in.
1: Galen, thank you for that call. Amen. Amen. I just wish we had another hour. Uh, We're going to get as many calls as we can. James in Mississippi, welcome. How are you guys? Good, good. Thank you for holding.
6: Great. This is real quick, Alex. Um, I'm to the point in my life where I've been praying that God would do what he will with me no matter what it is to bring him glory Amen. and that's the scary because um he done that about two years ago and i'm going to tell you
0: it was a ride amen yeah. amen that, that's our whole purpose isn't it
1: alex to bring him glory that's it yeah you know it's like Dale moody said uh the world has yet to see what god would do with a man fully yielded to nothing but jesus uh and that james bless you my friend tom in north carolina welcome to exploring the word
6: hey welcome 15 of us from the vast area down here went down to mardi Gras to preach on the streets three days last week and oh, you know it's full of debauchery and all kinds of sex huh? oh wonderful man we loved all that evil stuff down there and all those voodoo shops because we commanded the power of jesus christ to come <laughs> Woo, we went in this amen. one little donut shop to get a bonnet, and we were in there, and this young server came by, and one of the boys stood up and, and started talking to him, and I went over with him, and we started praying with him, and he got saved. Bert, you know what? <laughs> the people hey. in the donut shop started screaming and shouting and clapping their hands. Hallelujah. <laughs> praise hey. the Lord. Woo, in, New Orleans, in New
0: Orleans, Louisiana. Hey, Alex, praise God. Hey. We wanted to get Sally on. Is that okay
1: real quick? Yeah, in Oklahoma, Sally. Sally, go ahead.
3: Hello, my name is my name is Sally. Like I said, and I've never done this before, but I just need some encouragement today. I am a, a stander. Uh, my husband left and uh, has a girlfriend. I mean, he he's remarried, but God has told me to stand, and so I'm, try, I'm I'm standing. God has given me His Word and spoken to me, but I just need some encouragement today. Uh, It's been three years, and if I could just have some encouragement, because I know God will do this, I just want him to do it now.
4: Okay,
0: Sally, what you want to do, your dependence and your relationship is with God, regardless of what, and and I'm saying this, and this is encouragement, regardless of what your uh, husband has done or done, your relationship with Christ is sure. That is the encouragement, and let him fill in the blanks. Have you ever heard of this? You sign a blank sheet of paper at the bottom and then let God fill in the blanks. Let's not fill in the blanks for him. I'm guilty, Alex, Mm -hmm. of wanting to fill in the blanks. And Sally, I encourage you to keep standing and stand with God and wait on God. Let him. Don't wait on your husband.
1: Wait on God. Alex, you got something to say? Uh, In Jesus' name, Sally, we're standing with you. We're going to get Alberto in Virginia. Alberto, only got about a minute. What you got, my friend?
7: Well, I have a quick query press. Um, I, about three, four years ago, uh, I was led of the
5: Lord to write a policy paper uh, on how to help communities. And I, it's too long to tell the story, but make a yeah, long
1: forgive me. Uh, it's good to hear your voice, man. I'm glad we got you on. Folks, Jesus knows what it is. Matthew 6, verse 8 says, the Lord knows what we need even before we ask. So, Alberta, we're going to pray with you. And, Bert, What a joy when the people of God, we call out to Jesus because Jesus hears,
0: doesn't he? He does. And this is what we're talking about in your churches, in your little groups. We were planning on doing Proverbs 19, but God intervened. Give God room to intervene, do his work, and let him loose. Kind of like, you know, when he said, Lazarus, loose him and let him go. Let God go in your life.